Thank you so much for the amazing Bible readings. How's everyone feeling good? You feeling good? Yes, like that. Like that's good. All right, could I ask a massive favor? All right, um, kids, if you are sitting down in the pews, it would be great to have you at the front to join the rest of the flock. Is that okay? It's all right. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you so much. Okay, I put on my phone and this microphone. Great. So today's theme or sermon is about love. L-O-V-E-E. L-O-V-E-E. Yeah? La vie. Yes. So give me your L. Give me your O on this side. Give me your V on this side. Give me your E upstairs. Uh, no one's there. All right. So that's love. Right? So love is our theme today. Um, so can I have a first slide, please? Yeah. So yes. Ooh, love is a choice. Okay? So we looked at Corinthians, and we're just going to dive into that now. So in our society, there are many words and concepts that have gotten a completely different definition than before. Truth, right, wrong, tolerance, these are just, just a few. But love also falls into that category. There was once upon a time Love meant commitment, stability, friendship, and for the most part, something that lasted. It has now often become cheap, physical, quick, and a matter of feelings that can pass as quick as they have come. It's time to explain what love is all about. So this passage that we read earlier on, 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 to 8, gives us a perfect picture of what love should be. It describes a perfect love in clear and uncertain terms. But reading this almost hurts because we all know love like this doesn't exist in real life. Or does it? Do you think it does? Yes? No? find out. This passage first and foremost describes God's perfect love. This passage and others like John 4 verse 17 to 19 make clear that God's love is perfect and eternal and that we can trust it to always be there. God's love is a choice based on God's character, not on our our worthiness of being loved. Because God proved that when he gave up his son to save us from our sins. Oh, yeah, sorry. God proved that when he gave up his son to save us from our sins. And secondly, it shows us that love is a choice. Love is not a feeling. It's a choice we make every day, every hour to do the loving thing. 
Love exists where people choose to love. So the questions are today, are you trusting in God's love for you? And what are you doing to choose love? When it comes to the theme of love, this passage slash scripture is a well-known to go to in the Bible. The context of this chapter is in the middle of Paul's explanation of spiritual gifts. Chapter 12 gives a list and describes how unity works in the body of Christ. And chapter 14 goes into more detail on the gifts of prophecy and tongues. But between those two topics, Paul describes the greatest gift of all, which is love. Now, what I want to dive into now is trusted in God's love and the different types of love. Now, I'm going to do um, just a little exercise with everybody. So how this works, I love music. And this is called Guess the Theme Tune. Okay? And it's all based upon love. Okay? So how I'm going to work this one, if I remember correctly... This tune, this, well, this, this song is going to be aimed at the kids. So what happens, kids? When you hear the song, right, you have to put up your hand and you have to tell me what the name of the song is and who sings it. Same with the adults. There's going to be a song for you as well. And there will be also one for you teenagers as well, youth. Okay? So, Peter, are you ready? So this is the first song. Okay, can I just say something crazy? I love crazy. All my life has been a series of doors in my face. And then suddenly I bump into you. I was thinking the same thing. Because, like, I've been searching my whole life to find my own place. And maybe it's the party talking or the chocolate fondue. <laughs> but with you. But with you, I found my place. I see your face. So. Okay, I can't pick one. All right, so I'm, I'm going to pick all of you. So after three, shout out what is the name of the song. All right? So one, two, three. The worst song in the world. Well, the worst song in the world. Well, I don't think it's named that, but that's a good try. Okay, after three, let's do it again. One, two, three. Yes, love is an open door. One point to Josh and to the kids. Okay. All right. This one's for the teenagers. It was very fine. What? You've, you've started it, so you might as well just continue. Yes. For the parents of these kids, I think you have to speak to me and Moses after church. Thank you so much. All right, so could the youth please, after three, name me the artist? All right, one, two, three. 
Okay. And the song title, please. Okay, cool. We'll agree on that one. All right. Um, okay, who grew up in church in the 90s? 90s? Hands up. Okay. So some of you may know this song. So this is um, another song. Graham. I'm just going to go straight to Graham, mate. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So, who can name me the artist? Does anyone know? On this side, shout, shout out for me on this side. Who? Oh, wow. Okay, unfortunately, that's not the right answer. This side, does anyone know the answer? Oh dear. Well, um, sorry. Unfortunately, on my Spotify account, it says delirious. But if you want to know more information, please speak to Graham after church and he'll give you the 411 on everything. Yes, he will. All right. And the song title is called? Oh dear. I, I heard it's Jesus Friend Forever. No? Oh dear. Spotify. Ooh, Spotify's wrong. <laughs> All right. So, kids, there must be a reason why, kids, there was a reason why, um, adults and teenagers, why we played all these particular songs. So if we can reveal our next slide. If, there is, if there's a nugget that I want you to take from this, it will be this one. Now, you guessed the love song, but every love song had love in it. There was a theme of love, but it was a different type of love and a different type of theme of love. There is one that I can kind of challenge with. With the first one is what you will see as love's an open door. Now the pronunciation, I'm going to allow you to do this one because I always try to pronounce it myself and I always get it wrong. So who can pronounce that for me? The first type of love, love is open door, it says philos, okay? Everyone say philos. Right, philos. Now philos, right, is a type of love that shares um, shared interests and it's a kind of like a brotherly love. So it's a brotherly love that you could, you know, as Seth loves his brother, that's a brotherly love. So it's a kind of like a philos love. So in the song that we heard, love is open door, I think and feel it's a part of a philos love and a bit of maybe a um, eros as well. But it depends on the... I'm not gonna, I can't go into the story of the Frozen situation because it's just so long. But basically what happens is that these two characters were singing a song about each other and they thought, yeah, we fell in love at the first, um, the first sign of I saw you. And then, unfortunately, he broke her heart. And it was like, actually, I changed my mind. 
So that was the type of love that was shown in that particular song. In the second song, um, Drake, Hold On, We're Going Home. Um, obviously, if you can hear the first words of the song, it is, I've got my eyes on you. Everything that I see, I want your hot love and go on, so and so and so and so. And so that was a Eros love. Now, that type of love is a physical attraction, a very much kind of romantic love. And that's the same love that got us all here in this particular place, that Eros love. Okay? So, everyone say Eros. Eros. And everyone say the first one. All right. Okay. Now, for the third one, Jesus, friend forever. What type of love is that? Yes. People say agape. People say agape. Sounds, sounds like my friend from down the road. Agape. Everyone say agape. Okay. So that love, Jesus, friend forever. I won't go through the lyrics again, but it says more intimate than lovers. So I think for me that shows it, it's more than eros. It's that not based on any circumstances or feelings, but it's that unconditional love. So, so we know that word for, the word for love in Greek is a special word. We looked at philos. We looked at also as well eros. But there's something about that agape love. Now, I believe um, in this passage that Paul was talking about that agape love, meaning that it's so it's unconditional. It's bigger than ourselves, a boundless compassion, and an infinity empathy. Agape is the love that is felt for that which we naturally know as the divine truth. The love that accepts, forgives, and believes for our greater good. So it's important that we can see this clear picture. God's love is different from our human love. So we see the contrast of how love should be as described in this passage and how love is in reality. So I really want to speak to the pain and the hurt this reality has caused for adults, teenagers and children. Divorced parents, single parent families, relationships gone wrong, family feuds, children, teenagers being bullied at school or even at college. For those of you who might be fearful, be encouraged because God's perfect love, the agape love, casts out all fear. And in youth, we've learned about what fear is. Now, guys, could you please tell the, audience, the, uh, the rest of the church what fear is? Yeah, so fear is false evidence appearing real. So we want love, we want that love to cast out all of that fear, all of that fear that we've been holding on for in our lives. We want that, 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 that love of God just to really help us. And we also pray that God's love will show us the way to the Father because it makes the difference in our society. That agape love is not based on any circumstances or feelings. It's unconditional love, acted upon a regular basis, with no expectation of love in return. It's love in action. Agape love is how God loves each and every one of us, and it is how he wants us to love one another. This kind of love requires sacrifice. 
whether it is the laying aside of feelings or even a life to show that love. God the Father and his Son, Jesus, are the ultimate example. God let his, his only Son die on the cross for you and me and our children. And Jesus swingingly endured the suffering and death because of his greatest love. Because of the greatest love. And all saying that, guys, I just want you to close your eyes. God, we heard your word today. Lord, we've heard um, your different types of love that you've given to us. And Father, all these other types of love is awesome and they're great. And I'm not saying that they're not important. But Father, there is a love called the agape love, Lord. We pray, Lord, that agape love, Lord, to be, it will be clothed with that agape love. That any fear that we might go through, any conflict that we might face, Lord, that, Lord, we may call upon that love, that that love will be the center of our hearts. That's the same love that you showed us when you, um, when Jesus died on the cross for us. And we pray in every single circumstance, every single situation that we may go through, Lord, that, Father, that, that love will help us, will be the center of us. In Jesus' name, amen. And um, my last side is um, love wins. And that's it. Love wins, guys. They won at Calvary, and it's still winning now. So no matter what we go through, just remember, love wins.